My name is Molly McCartney. I'm an intuitive medium, the author of the Amazon best-selling book, Empower Your Wisdom, and the founder of the Empowered Wisdom School. This show was created for women who wish to trust their intuition so they can follow their higher calling and their bliss without fear, doubt, and disempowering relationships holding them back. If you're a spiritual woman with a business or career in any field and a higher calling you've been working towards, and you want to be featured on the show to inspire others with your story, go to empoweredwisdomshow.com. For now, please enjoy today's show, and don't forget to subscribe for daily inspiration from our very special guests. Hello and welcome to the Empowered Wisdom Show. This is your host, Molly McCartney, and today we are talking about what it's like when we're taking leaps of faith and following our calling and things aren't going exactly as we planned. Do we keep going or turn back? I'm talking to Jennifer Raybon today. She's an attorney turned real estate investor, and she's also got a very strong spiritual calling as a reader and healer, um, going into yoga and teaching and all kinds of things. So it's all kind of blooming at once for her and um, i'm excited to hear about her story in real time because so many of us out there who are following callings um, are dealing with some some of these things i know a lot of my clients come into come into a zoom call now i don't have my office but either they came into my office before a zoom call saying hey i you know i followed the the yes and now this stuff is happening and there's always a reason there's always something to learn and it's simply uh, maybe a little bump on the road, but there's, um, I think it's important to know that spirit doesn't lead us into anything that it won't help us through. And it doesn't give us desires that it won't help us achieve. So uh, welcome, Jennifer. How are you today? I'm fantastic. How are you? I'm very good. Thanks. It's going to be a great conversation. I'm glad you're here. I'm excited. So, yeah. So um, why don't you share what you do, like just just about your life right now. You you were an attorney back in Texas. You've moved to L.A. You're a real estate investor, and that's what you do, you know, kind of for the, the first entrepreneurial la layer of your life. Mm -hmm. But then you're developing as a reader and healer on the side. Just uh, whatever you'd like to share about that. We'll sure. I think currently I am in the middle of getting an Airbnb launched in Joshua Tree, California. I am on the tail end of a house that I'm flipping in Arlington, Texas, which is in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. So that's going. I'm very close to finishing my yoga teacher training. So that's wrapping up in a few weeks. I have a two-year-old and a four-year-old with my husband. And so they have lots going on. My husband and I have a podcast together and he does Reiki and I do tarot card readings and human design chart readings. And so like, yeah, we're not very busy at all. We don't have a lot going on. <laughs> do you sleep? Uh right. <laughs> and I love sleep and I need sleep and I need to nap and I have to. And so, yes, lots of balls in the air. So we are very scheduled. We have to be very, very diligent about every single hour of the day. But Things are things are moving along. I, I've I've joked that I feel quite pregnant, even though I'm not. I'm not trying to have any more children at this current moment, but <laughs> I feel like I'm birthing a lot of things, and a lot of things are just on the edge of coming to fruition. So it's an interesting time of just feeling very full. Mm hmm. I, I hear you with that. And what particular things do, do you mind sharing what that's like to be on the edge of this? This is going to pop and that's going to I feel like I'm getting messages that I need to be prepared uh, right. to share what that's like for you right now. For sure. Um, I, I think I'll start back when 
when we moved here almost a year ago, I had been an attorney for 11 and a half years. I quit that and moved into being a full-time entrepreneur and real estate was how I felt where I was going to make the bulk of the, my income. And that has been, you know, with real estate, with flips or Airbnbs or anything that you're doing until you're done renovating, until you're done furnishing, you can feel like you're just, well, one, you feel like you're just spending a lot of money all the time <laughs> and you're waiting on it to be done and to go live or go on the market. And so that has been a challenge because we really moved out here on savings. My husband's also an entrepreneur and we both ended up hitting a lot of challenges in our business. We ended up hitting some healthcare challenges with our children when we moved here. And so in this moment, in in May 2023, it's waiting for these things that we've been working really hard on to pop. Um, and we're kind of hitting that moment of we're getting a little stressed and we're getting a little uncomfortable and we're watching the savings dwindle down. And we talk about manifestation and affirmations all the time on our show and like we're not seeing it we're not feeling it and it's kind of like did I make a horrible decision or to your point Molly do we keep keep going you have to go through it to get to the other side of it and and it's and it's hard and it's sticky and my husband and I joke when one of us is feeling down, hopefully the other one's feeling up because we both can't be feeling down at the same time. So it's like, are you feeling up today? And it's like, yeah, I'm like, okay, because I'm not. And I'm I'm scared and I'm terrified and I don't know how this is all going to unfold. And I would love to be on the other side of it like, wow, that really all worked out, but I'm not there yet. Mm, so. mm -hmm. Yeah, I hear you. And, uh, you know, as you're talking, I'm reminded of that. I don't know if you've ever seen that cartoon or like that meme that goes around and it's it's a, I guess it's a prisoner digging out of, <laughs> digging out of uh, being captured or something. And he's like this far away, you know, he's been digging for years and years and years and this far away. And then he gives up, you mm -hmm. know, and it's like, it's, it's kind of like that sometimes. And I know when working with manifestation myself, same kind of thing, like, all right, I think it's important to ask ourselves, you know, how much do we really want this at this point? Sometimes the universe will test that and say, you know, is this exactly what, what it was that we were called into, or maybe it was a, feeling that we think this is going to bring us i think those are good questions to ask sometimes and and to say well if it feels like we're fighting against with that kind of masculine energy how can we bring that re, you know lack of resistance or maybe maybe take a weekend off and take the kids to you know to the beach or something and just relax right and stop thinking about it i think uh, there's a there's some magic in that so, so when you work with your manifestation tools, can you share what you guys do to, to get into your, your better place? Because I know I've got my tools and our listeners have their tools. It's always good to hear what works for people. Sure. I think I, I do a lot more visualization. My husband is more about, he works with sigils and he works with the moon and follows the moon cycles. And I do a little bit of that. I, I do work with the new moon but I really try and visualize it. And I really have tried to focus more on collapsing time because if you trust that it's already happened, you're just trying to shorten the amount of time until you get there. Mm -hmm. And so I really spend a lot of time in gratitude and like, I'm really grateful that this house is sold 
for 15,000 more than I expected it to. And maybe I don't try and give the numbers, but I'm really happy that this house flipped and it was a success. I'm really, really grateful that my Airbnb is so booked that my my family can't even come stay there, right? They were so busy. I'm really, really grateful for that. And I've been trying to do that. It's just, I'm still, I'm still like, okay, I'm doing the work. Can we manifest now? Can it come <laughs> to fruition now? Can it yes. show up now? So yeah, I, I, but I know that there are going to be so many lessons on the other side of this. And I am also spending time being grateful for those as well. Yes. It never ends. It it gets easier. I, I do believe it, 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 it's like when we first start to notice and awaken to the patterns and also learn to do the manifesting. And I think um, <clears throat> to, 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 you people like you in this day and age learning not only about your intuition spiritual awakening manifestation like back in back in the 90s it was like oh it's just like i'm a little psychic like let's explore that but it like slowly built over time this more mainstream conversation around what we could do with all of this and here you know it sounds like for you you left a traditional christian upbringing um and and it's just like it's all taking off and you're taking in all this information at once so that can be a bit overwhelming too yes. <laughs> so can you share about that like how exciting that is and and you can hit those spiritual highs and yet yeah when things don't work out exactly as you expect then you hit the the low like can you share a little bit about that up and down sure and i feel like my the main part of my spiritual journey was somewhat abrupt. It was 2020. Um, over New Year's the prior year, my husband and I with some friends and some family, we went to Ghana for what they were calling the year of, re of the return. And they were inviting people of African-American descent from all over the world to come back to Ghana because a lot of slaves left from West Africa during the slave trade. So we went and it was an amazing time. And we had this experience where it was a castle where a, a large number of slaves left Africa never to return. And there was this terrible dungeon and it was just so traumatic, so terrifying what was done to these people. And directly above it, the people who were in the slave trade had church services and it was this heaven hell kind of symbolism and it made me take a step back of kind of like okay what are we really doing and then it and then it it really unfolded naturally from there but I looked up and kind of overnight I was like I don't I don't really think I'm a traditional Christian anymore and there was kind of that and then I'm kind of like I don't know if I'm a Christian at all and, you know, when you're 33 and you've, you've lived this your whole life, my parents are, are quite religious. My mother's very religiously conservative. It's like, well, what does this mean? And I felt like I had to unpack everything. And then, of course, there were times where I was like, this is probably a huge plan by the devil to get me to, you know, there were those moments where I was just mm -hmm. like, I don't know what I can trust and what is my truth. And it's interesting because truth became a theme, not only from a spiritual standpoint, but just like for me as a person of just realizing who do I trust to tell me my truth. And so that also was going on. So it was just a lot of unraveling. Mm 
um, this entire experience unraveling. It felt like of every single thing that I knew. And I really approached anything that I thought about. And it was like, well, why do you think that? Why do you think it has to be like that? Who told you that? And it's gone to the level in the past few months, even to my core beliefs of something maybe someone told me when I was seven, that isn't really true, that I don't have to hold on to anymore. And it's been a very interesting journey of just unpacking everything, seeing what no longer serves me and leaving the rest and really getting down to like the true Jen, like who is she? Mm-hmm. I love that. That's the journey. That is journey. It's it's really knowing yourself as your spiritual identity. And I think that's something, you know, I think maybe, maybe religion at some point, that was sort of the goal, but mm, <laughs> it leads us away from that in a lot of ways. Not all churches, not all, all uh, congregations, but many, I, I think, it's more about the the ideal the ideology and the rules than it is about really knowing yourself as a spark of the Holy Spirit. So mm. it sounds like you know if you know as a Christian that's something that I am so grateful for as a for you know raised Christian that that understanding that sacredness of that connection to Source that doesn't get talked about very much in the church that we can pull that into our kind of woo woo spiritual path and say, you know, that is, that's still with us because that's the one thing that is ultimately very true that no one can define for us is that experience of that. Right. For sure. I think the way that I ended up describing, cause I, I have had friends who've known me for years and they're like, what's going on? Like, are you not a Christian anymore? And I was like, I think I would explain it. If you go to those museums with those huge oil paintings that are just huge And I feel like Christianity is if you took your hands and made a circle and this is what you saw, but there's so much more. And it doesn't mean that that's not part of the painting. Right. It's just not the full picture. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So it's, it is, it's expanding upon that. And I think Christ consciousness has been a wonderful way to, to, to keep the, the beauty and the things that we, that were positive from those experiences and to leave maybe the rest that wasn't supportive or positive. So mm-hmm. I, I think i I just fully support you and encourage you on that. And, and, and really truly feel because of my own connection to source that it, as long as we have that, then all of the things we talk about with manifestation, with intuition, with all of that, we were connected into our higher GPS satellite, which is source that can help us get around, that can help us collapse that time, that can help mm-hmm. us find the shortest route. And, and it all kind of goes together. So, you know, it sounds to me too that that you perhaps have some of those old stories and, and that's where that worry, are we being punished by God? Is this, you know, are we being, you know, pulled in different directions? So as you redefine that, have you noticed that things start to work out a little differently? Like, you know, we're redefining this and boom, that starts to go a little bit better as you release the resistance anyway. Right. Yeah. I really released the compliance part of religion of like, you have to do it this way and you have to abide by these rules. And it felt like if I do this, then I'll be rewarded versus moving in love and light, which I think is like the, the purity of God's source universe is it's about love and it's about light. And I was like, am I moving in love and light? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well then I'm not being punished. There might be a lesson. This might be uncomfortable, but then you fall back and it's like, but what am I grateful for? Like my life hasn't completely collapsed. 
this is sticky. I don't really like it, but I still have a home. My kids are doing well. My husband and I are doing well. I have friends. I have family. I feel good in my body. So then you're like, well, then that's not true. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Well, what I teach in my program is to know the difference between the ego and the spirit and the voice of each one. And the mm -hmm. ego is definitely split into two if, if the way that I look at it. And it's a way to kind of, you know, we could break it down into 15 different archetypes or whatever, but I'm like, let's do Let's just stick with two on the ego side and one on the spirit side. And the ego has its intellect that tries to figure everything out, that has expectations, that wants to define and judge. And it's just like a computer program running, 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 and we can't help it. It's just what it is. But when it's got your instinct to survive is the other part of the ego that gets afraid of, of not having a home, of not having money, of starving and living on the streets and all these terrible things that go through our subconscious, like this is what's going to happen. Then the intellect just takes over and we can't shut our minds down and live in that heart centered space. So I feel like that's maybe what's going on there is, is just a little bit of, you know, that intellectual mind trying to find the answer when it's you're when you're living in your intuitive truth, there is none right there, you have to trust that it's coming, and you're doing the work to practice, you know, that's, mm -hmm. that's the key to taking the leap and just learning how your system feels as you take leaps, and then you can keep keep taking them, keep living in that space. And you don't have to turn back, you know, going yeah. back to the theme of our show. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> and there have been moments I was like, okay, so we'd have to pack up everything. And then I guess we could go live with my mom or we could go live with my mom. And I was just like, no, no, there was a reason. Like, remember all of the things and how everything fell in line for you to be here. So be here. Yeah. Absolutely. And can you share, it sounds like you enjoy the real estate investing and flipping and that's like, you know, that's fun and it's a good way to, to make a living and you may do that for a while, but can you, can you share about when you're in the space of readings and, and doing your healing work and learning to be a yoga teacher, how does that feel different to you and, and kind of allow you to be in that space of love and light? It's interesting. I think and I'd even go back a little further, leaving the law, it was very, a lot of masculine energy. I was a transactional attorney, a lot of contracts, a lot of paper, literally black and white, like very, like, you know, very structured. And I just felt like I wasn't being creative and ended up figuring out like, oh, like your divine feminine isn't anywhere in this. And so real estate has allowed me to really pull on my creativity, but it can be, it can be very, not isolated, but it's a very, it's a very kind of solo gig. You know, you're working with your contractors, but you have your vision versus like being able to see to the hearts of people and being able to see where I've really become very fascinated with how the spiritual and the emotional and the mental manifests in the body. So that's been a huge thing that I've been looking into with my yoga teacher training. And that's been really fascinating to me of seeing that, you know, you're having thyroid issues, but like, are you, are you speaking your truth? Maybe something's going on in your throat chakra. Like let's explore that. And 
marrying Western and Eastern medicine, because I think everything has its place, has just been really, really cool and really, really neat to see. I love reading for people. I love human design. I love seeing people go, oh, I don't have to do this the way maybe my parents were a different type and they taught me their way. And this way does make more intuitive sense for me. And that's my truth. And I, I have permission to live like that. And it's like, yeah, isn't that cool? So <laughs> I love the human connection aspects of, of the reading work. Yeah. Love it. Yes. Setting people free to live their truth. That's one of the best parts of this work. Absolutely. So you mentioned when, you know, you're feeling good, even though you have these challenges and you, you're questioning it, you're in a space of questioning. So riding these unpredictable waves, you know, family doesn't necessarily approve these kind of different voices going on in your head. You said that's your biggest challenge right now. Mm -hmm. Can you share how that shows up for you, like in the last week or two? Ah, <laughs> uh, anxiety will rear its ugly head. Um, <laughs> thankfully, as part of my teacher training, I have to do a lot of yoga all the time. So that's been very, very helpful. And I think it's, um, it's, I think that's when I rely on my spiritual tools. So I go for a walk, I ground. Thankfully, we live very close to the beach now. So I can go to the beach and just put my feet in the sand and give give myself permission to just be and remember the freedom that I have, and the freedom that I wanted. And yeah, even when it gets sticky and I do rely on my husband a lot and vice versa, we just have to keep going because I know that if I just stop when I'm so close then every, then yeah, everything will fall apart. All of your worst fears will come true because then you'll have a house that never does anything. You'll have this house that never sells and, and you'll never see the other side. Yeah, that's right. It's, it's so interesting because I'm laying down your cards here and I'm seeing that you know, you are called into spiritual mastery in this lifetime mm. and to really learning how the kind of underworld of the subconscious and even the, the lower spiritual levels feed into the higher levels and how it all works together. So mm. shadow work is a part of that. Um, understanding the balance of masculine and feminine is a part of that. And it's also um, as you are going through these challenges, it feels like spirit is giving you some of that to kind of learn how to use your spiritual tools, but definitely more to go through the challenge instead of, you know, sometimes we do the positive thinking or we'll, we'll take that step away. Um, it's really about processing the emotion around it and letting it move through you to show yourself how strong you are. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> because it can be tempting. Like, well, we want to stay in a good vibration. We want to stay in that high vibration, but we really need to release what's, what's there, that anxiety, that negativity, so that mm -hmm. we can authentically be in it um, yes. yeah, and go into release of resistance. So, um, and it definitely anything regarding, you know, um, kind of pulling yourself up by your bootstraps or discipline, self-discipline and discipline of others is a big uh, pattern here. And not that you have to live like a, an ascetic monk and never have any fun, but <laughs> definitely if there's anything about material stuff that you realize you don't really need, I can see some minimalization of that and kind of letting go of that um, so that you have that 
that more money freedom that you maybe if you if anything is uh, taking up your budget, so to speak, and you're like, mm -hmm. I don't really care about that anymore. It doesn't really light me up. It reminds me of a client I've, I've worked with recently and she started that like, you know, she'd go from getting excited to buying, you know, a thousand dollar purse to like, I never really needed that in the first place. So, you know, anything like that would be very good as spirits asking you to, that would be your like minor sacrifice. And um, you're coming out of a time of transformation. You were guided to this absolutely 100%. And you you are a light worker and you're in a team with your husband. So I get my luminous warrior card. Um, that's all about being a light worker here to make the world a better place to help people heal. And the medicine wheel, which is about healing and, and healing yourself so that you can step into that role. And the biggest thing to do is to keep your eyes forward um, is the message of this card so that you don't look back and you don't worry about the voices from the past because as you learn your truth and speak your truth clearly without that fear there and just say i don't care who doesn't like it <laughs> this is who we are this is what we're doing that's when opportunities come your way mm -hmm. um biggest obstacle here is just looking at your your the way that some slightly unconscious or subconscious parts of you are defining your journey. So seeing through the illusions of that, and that takes, um, I don't know if something like um, hypnosis, NLP, um, kind of going back in and saying, you know, this is the part that keeps showing up, this voice right here, and working with changing that negative self-talk would be very, very helpful. Any kind of work you can do around that. Are, are you, have you been doing anything like that lately? Yeah, I had been putting it off for a long time. And my therapist was like, so when are we going to do that core belief uh, worksheet I sent you months ago? And I was like, eh. she was like, I know it's uncomfortable. And it and it it ended up coming up naturally or despite me not wanting to. <laughs> and, and it it blended and matched as these things do with my third week of yoga teacher training, which was like all about the chakras and and how the things that we hold on to and how we get stuck and how that keeps us from moving into our heart space. And I was just like, okay, like, yes, I'm here. So <laughs> yes. Yeah. yes, that's it. And, you know, the hopes and fears that you have are, can I be truly free to be myself, to be paid to be myself? And kind of, it feels like a long journey and it, and it's going to be, but it's going to be fun. You know, it's this journey, you know, would you prefer to go back to the cage that you were in, so to speak of the, the corporate world? No, I was in the corporate world too. Mm -mm. <laughs> like, don't, you're, you know, you're not even looking back. So that tells you a lot yeah. that you've decided to live in love and not fear. And you're just learning your balance. You're just getting your balance. So trust that you have what it takes to get around the obstacles and any fears you have about that are just indicating how important it is to you to live in a free way and to do what you came here to do as a soul because this is a soul retrieval process which means in other lifetimes there was that kind of feeling like you couldn't do that and anywhere that you feel that message is still coming in is going to be a place where you need to shore up your boundaries and continue your vision quest because you have a purpose and i would go back to also your childhood years um, to to remember how you felt as a, I don't know if you had like a magic child within you that felt like she was here for a bigger purpose or felt connected to spirit in a, in a way other people didn't. But once you integrate that into your ego or into your kind of persona a little bit more, um, that's when you'll start to feel much more comfortable with the, with the unpredictability 
because mm. she knows how to ride those waves and have fun, even if she's, even if a part of you is scared. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Totally. Yeah. I've been doing a lot of inner child work as well. <laughs> yes. And it, and it comes up everywhere. Mm-hmm. So yes. Mm-hmm. And then oh there was gosh, some, gosh. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> I got the, I got the child card reverse, which is inner child work, but then I got the magic child right on top of her. Mm. So that's, that's about um, the magic child is the one. And I said the magic child before I drew this card, <laughs> just <laughs> so it is about the part of you that, that can manifest naturally. It's like, you've already have it. You already know you're just learning things that bring it out. So, so just trusting yourself and trusting that kind of inner knowing is going to be a big piece of this for you as well. Mm. I love that. Thank you so much. You're welcome. You're welcome. It's my pleasure. It's really cool to see people like yourself doing this, you know, despite the obstacles, despite what your family might think or what the world says you have to do we're breaking the mold you know and it's we're saying nope the world needs more spirit workers this is something that's been absent for far too long so your gifts are being activated and we're free to to come out and do it um you know for decades and generations we were burned at the stake for it right yeah. now we can't be burned at the stake anymore we can we can say it loud and proud so i feel like that's an important part of your journey as well Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> You're welcome, my dear. So thank you again for being on the show and, and sharing your light. And uh, where can people find you if they want to learn more about you? Sure. You can listen to my husband, Mick and I's podcast, chakrasandshotguns.com. We're also on Instagram at chakras and shotguns. If you want to follow my real estate journey, I also post on Instagram at Jen, J-E-N-N, invest. Awesome. Thanks for sharing that. And guys, check it out if you are interested. And thank you for listening. We'll catch you next time. Hey there. I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you'd like to hear more from our wise and wonderful guests, make sure you subscribe for daily interview content. And here's three ways I can help empower your wisdom for free. Number one, grab your copy of my Empower Your Life workbook. It will help you honor your inner voice, make way for new visions, and live with intention. Go to empoweredwisdomshow.com forward slash workbook to get your copy today. Two, if you're a woman with a well-established business or career and your intuition is nudging you to go in a more spiritual direction, we want to interview you on this show. Head to empoweredwisdomshow.com. Three, listen and subscribe to our sister podcast, The Empowered Wisdom Hour, for free teachings, guided meditation, and channeled wisdom to help you thrive. You can listen on Apple, Spotify, and most major podcast platforms. At Empowered Wisdom Coaching, we help intuitive, spiritual, and high-achieving women who feel disempowered by self-doubt and relationship patterns realize their power and go for what they want without holding back. If you're ready to release doubt, fear, and disempowering relationships so you can follow your calling and your bliss the intuitive way, book a call to see how I can help. Go to mollymccartney.com forward slash chat.